Welcome to the Happy Mama podcast with Amy Taylor Cabaz. Weekly inspiration and insight into how you can be a more mindful and happy mama. And welcome, beautiful mamas, to episode 44. Let's be honest here it's easy to be a calm and grace filled mama when everything's going well, when all the kids are sleeping and nobody's sick and there's no crazy last-minute appointments or sudden change of plans or Vegemite spread all over the walls. It's easy for us to be that mama that we want to be when everything's going smoothly. But the reality is those moments are pretty rare at times. And actually what we're trying to cultivate here through listening to things like this podcast or the work that you're doing on yourself is to find a way to stay calm even in the chaos. That's what things like meditation have been able to do for me. Having that daily practice of just being able to connect to my thoughts and calm my energy and reconnect to myself has allowed me in those moments where there is Vegemite all over the wall and two out of three have a fever and I've got six appointments I need to shuffle to be able to come back to myself, breathe through it and not completely lose it. And so I know that this is a really, really important topic for us all to talk about, how to keep calm amongst the chaos. My guest today to talk about this is Shireen Blom. She is a life coach and meditation teacher, teaching mindfulness based on cognitive therapy. She's been through quite a journey of her own self-discovery through an abusive relationship to being a single mum and now just a few years ago becoming a mama for the third time. She has had to really learn how to be calm in the chaos and is actually now teaching other mamas how to do this with a special meditation technique which we can hear about today. So I'm so excited to speak to her. Shireen, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a great topic. I mean, really, that's what motherhood is, isn't it? (laughs) Keeping calm in the chaos. In my Reconnect program, we have a particular focus, a module, which is I call grace. And I think grace is that ability to keep calm in the chaos, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that how you have that as a unit because grace is my kind of goddess. (laughs) Mm, I know I know I keep joking that I'm going to have it tattooed on my arm somewhere Um, so I think the best way for us to come at this topic because it's such a big topic is to talk about it through your own experience because as I said you've been through a very um, interesting and um, I guess at at times intense journey of self-discovery and how to keep calm in in even the most chaotic situations so perhaps Take us back and talk us through how you've come to this understanding. Okay, fantastic. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be quick. <laughs> it's, quite a, it's quite a journey. Um, but I, I think in a, in a nutshell, one of, my, one of my biggest, what I call my kind of Achilles heel, that my, what my kind of weakness, I suppose, was really going into a space of overwhelm where everything would just build up in my mind. My emotions would take control of me. I didn't know how to control my emotions. And all I, I just felt this complete shutdown. And if I take myself back like 15 years ago, I just felt like I was completely out of control. Like life felt out of control. And I just, I felt depressed. And I felt like the word that just kept on was overwhelmed. Like this is just too much for me. How can I cope? 
How can I do this all? Um, <laughs> I was trying to do it all. I was running a business and running a household and a relationship. And um, at that stage, I was um, in my marriage. My husband, ex-husband had two older boys. And at that stage, we had I just had my daughter. And like I just it was like I was trying to please everybody and do everything and be this person that I thought I needed to be and who I need who I should be and it was basically just destroying me and I woke up one morning just like I was depleted I literally thought to myself and I know this sounds like such a drama mama <laughs> I've gone from drama mama to happy mama <laughs> <laughs> um I literally thought to myself I have to leave. I have to leave this relationship. Like it's destroying me. And I literally thought I can't be the mom that I want to be at that. By that stage, I then had my second child um, who was 18 months at the time. I thought, how can I leave? My daughter was six and Jason was 18 months. How can I leave, you know, oh, the guilt and all the emotions that come with that. And I literally thought to myself, I'm either going to stay here and die or I have to leave and be free and, and find my happiness again. I didn't even know what it meant to be happy at that stage. Mm. And I literally, I don't know, I think I feel like I always talk about this. I feel like two angels got hold of me one night, took me downstairs into the study and got onto, you know, realestate.com or whatever it was. And I found this little apartment and it was around the corner from my best friend. I mean, it was so manifested. It was unbelievable. And I literally went, okay, I can do this. I think I can do this. I phoned the agent the next day and she said, you know, sure, come along and see it. She said, well, you can have this as soon as you want. I mean, I was like, I, I never even applied for an apartment. I was like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do this. Um, and literally probably a week later, we were in this place. Wow. So when you got to that point where you decided, as you said, you, you can stay and die or leave and be free, what was that feeling of overwhelm like? Was it showing up as anxiety, anger, fear? Yeah, look, all of it. Um, definitely anxiety. So I was anxious and restless, um, you know, just... I, I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't focus. I was, I would cry at like the drop of the hat. Like you just, I would just get into my car and just cry. <laughs> um, and you know, I was snappy. I was so angry. I had so much resentment in me. I was angry at myself, which was really, I think what was, you know, just at the core, what was kind of eating at me. Um, and I was, I like, if I look back now, I think that part of that moment of me leaving was actually almost like a breakdown. Like I think I had to break down to break through, if that makes sense. Mm. Oh, completely. And like I just, I was just in survival mode. It was just like like going through the motions of my, you know, like just ticking off this to-do list and this unbelievable feeling of pressure mm. that I had on my shoulders. Um, and, and yeah, just that constant, like how can I cope? How can I cope? How does, you know, how can I do all this? How, you know, um, life wasn't meant to be this way. Yes. And, and, and I mean, it was amazing. Like that, that first night, I just remember, um, my kids actually stayed with their dad on that night because I didn't have their beds or anything set up. And 
I just remember lying on the floor in my room and just crying my eyes out but going, oh, my God, I actually feel free. Like, I actually, like, in the midst of my crying, in, like, you know, like, fetal position crying, going, oh, my God, this little spark of happiness came through me. So, you know, and, and, and it was just suddenly I kind of like, you know, I was going through so emotions. I mean, the emotions of the guilt and not having my kids for the first night of my life being away from them is such a, that's such a big part of adapting to being a single parent and then finding myself of going, well, what actually makes me happy? Like Mm. what, who am I when I'm lying on the floor with no one around me? And so you say now that you, you teach a lot this um, idea of calming that inner chatter, that catastrophizing voice almost that, that gets us into such a place of overwhelm, that pressure that we feel and often just put on ourselves to, to be all and do all and have all. How have you, since that time of being in the fetal position on that apartment floor, come to understand your inner chatter and how to work with it and calm it? Well, one of the things that I did when I started my coaching journey, so I returned to study and because I'd studied psychology at university and kind of left it. And then so I decided to come back and study life coaching and it led me back to meditation. So I studied meditation when I was around nine, between 19, 20, 21, and then just got swept up in life and kind of forgot my practice. So one of the things that I returned to was meditation and what that meant for me, what meditation meant was really just a lot of crying, Um, (laughs) but like a lot of just giving myself really quiet reflective stage. And so at that uh, reflective time, so at that stage, it was like, you know, when my kids were sleeping, I would literally just, you know, get my crystals and put on some music and I would just seriously just sit with my breath and listen to my thoughts and just it started to just be this real journey of healing and that transformed to this need of solitude and I I I kind of retreated so on the times that I didn't have my kids I just spent a lot of time alone like ridiculously time ridiculous times alone and I would just walk like I would go you know like we've got you know, the Dananongs here in Melbourne, I'd go up there, I'd go down to the beach and I would walk and I'd walk and I'd walk for hours. And in that time, I was connecting to my thoughts, understanding my thoughts, trying to understand myself again. And in that time, I had these moments of what I can only explain as bliss, where I just feel my heart again. I'd feel this happiness, I'd feel this voice, I'd feel this excitement, enthusiasm inside. And it kind of led me to kind of go deeper into that space, into this core that was within me. Um, And so I started to kind of journey into that space, into my heart and into that that feeling of, of what was coming back as joy, like real joy. And I suppose we can call that a space of grace. That was really, I think that, you know, when you hit rock bottom, (laughs) you suddenly feel yourself being picked up and Mm -hmm. carried and 
I, to me, that's just grace. Like I just, mm. you know, to me, that's just the, the, the presence of source around me of just going, okay, I'm being carried and I'm being shown away. And the more that I tuned into that inner space, the more I found that calm, quiet, silent center. It's like I, I, when I teach it, I, I liken it to kind of the, a hurricane and stepping into the eye of the storm. That's such a great way to describe it. And when I was listening to you just then talking about those ridiculous amounts of space for yourself and to really connect to your heart again, my, my first thought was, but what if you don't have that space? What if you can't walk along the beach because yeah. you don't have that time? What if you're right in the thick of motherhood with little ones 24-7 and you're so desperate to connect to that heart and ask yeah. yourself those questions. H how do we do that? And that's a great question because, you know, when I had my third now, my life completely changed. I went to, you know, from being a single mom to being married again um, and being in a relationship again and then suddenly having all this chaos and going, oh, my God, what happened to my me? <laughs> oh, thank um, God for that. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> You know, and, and I think like looking back now, like even the last couple of years, you know, there were some really big challenges for me. And I found a lot of those emotions going back, which led me to really saying, I have to find something. I have to find something to hold on to in this chaos. And I just remember one night where I was feeding my son. I mean, I fed him, bless him till he was two. <laughs> so I was like, like it was just in those moments where I was feeding him where suddenly I went, here's my moment. Like, here's my moment to just go in. Like, feel the joy. Feel the joy in this moment. Yes, I'm tired. Yes, it's two in the morning. Yes, I'm only, like, only going to have probably three hours of sleep tonight. You know, yes, I'm depleted. And yes, I feel unsupported. And da, 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 da. But just go in. You know where it is. Just go in like you're walking through a forest. Just tune in, feel it in your breath, feel it in your heart, feel it in the gratitude and the blessing that you have in this moment with this baby here in the silence. And, you know, so I started to say, okay, well, you know what? When I take him walking in the morning and he's in the pram and I have silence around me, even in the busyness, I can feel the sun on my face. I can feel my breath again. I can tune into that inner world and I can have that peace in that moment of busyness. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes so <laughs> much sense. And that to me is the ultimate mindfulness practice is to just completely and utterly be in this moment. One of my greatest meditations at the moment now is when I'm doing the dishes. Mm. <laughs> it's so funny because I've had to like adapt. You know, I've adapted. I'm like, no, we're not going to be able to do a three-hour trip in the Dananongs today. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got washing. Da, 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 da. But I just will just just go really quiet when I'm doing the dishes and just and 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 for me, it's it's just coming into those moments like. Like the moment I feel gratitude is when I feel that peace. Like that's almost the antidote of stress. You know, just going, mm. hold on a minute. Like let's just stop. 
look around. There's Play-Doh stuck to every part of the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, see the humor, see the blessing in this moment because it's not going to be forever. And that's like with my third now with Jai, I kind of go, like I look at Jason, Jason's now about to turn 12. And I think, oh my God, that went so fast. And my daughter's about, like just turned 17. And I think these moments of time go so fast at the, at the at, during like when we're in the stress, when we're in the thick of it, it feels like it's going to last forever. Mm. And I thought, let me, let me find the joy in this moment. Let me see the humor in this where I'm going to be, you know, 75 one day and I am going to get back to that space of solitude and I'm going to go, I really want Play-Doh on my couch right now. Yes, (laughs) exactly. So if a mum is listening and she is finding herself in those moments of chaos, of overwhelm, of perhaps anxiety and just questioning, I don't know how I'm going to do this, where does she start? So I think the first part is always returning. Like the first part is the, the, the connection to your breath. So, you know, just literally like how I guide my meditations is like starting, you close your eyes and you focus on that space behind your eyelids. So it allows you to kind of tune in and come into the now and it stops that inner chatter. And from that space, just tuning into your body, like just literally, like I say, Imagine behind your eyelids, there's two little mirrors and those little mirrors are reflecting your inner world. So just look into those mirrors behind your eyelids and just tune inwards, travel inwards and just start to kind of scan through your body and find your breath, find your breath in your body and feel your breath and just allow your breath to just move, like feel it, feel it like in the depth of your being as if it's a little bubble moving through a straw. Mm. Find your breath. See it as that little bubble. And feel it just moving up and down your body. Feel the lightness of your breath. Feel it creating space in your body. Feel it softening your body. And the more that you connect to the breath, you know, like one of the things that you can do is you can tune in, you can see the breath as a light. Um, And as you're focusing on that, you know, focus on something that brings you into a space of love. So, you know, whether it be, you know, see your child smiling or laughing or giggling or cuddling your child or see them when they're asleep and they look so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That moment when we love them the most, (laughs) you know. So true. (laughs) Whatever it is, you know, just tune into whatever it is that takes you into a, a mindset of love the energy of love and just feel that feeling in your breath and imagine that you have a dial like the dial of an oven or pilot light and just turn it up and just feel that amplified through your body. Mm. And what I want to make really clear here, mamas, is that for so long I heard people talk about connecting with your breath and in those moments where I had you know, a toddler tantrum, a crying baby and a angry five-year-old, um, the breath just seemed like the most ridiculous thing to try and do in those moments. But it really 
is as powerful as Shireen is, is saying it, but we have to commit to it, don't we? It has to be something that we practice when we are calm, so in the chaos we can reach for it. And I've often said in this podcast and, and in my programs that sometimes I walk around the house breathing like a crazy person, you know, like their breath is going in and out and it's loud and I am, it's all I'm focusing on because it will instantly calm me down when it is actually going to chaos. So it's something that might sound so simple and surely that can't pull you back from screaming, but it really can, can't it? Oh, absolutely. And, I, and, and for me, one of the biggest breakthroughs was understanding the neuroscience of it. Mm. So when we go into that reactive state and when the, you know, the thoughts start to get really busy, we trigger the nervous system and we, we trigger the adrenal system. You know, the body gets flushed with adrenaline and cortisol um, that put us into that high anxiety or heightened awareness state and we become very reactive. Um, and in that time, the breath is very short. The brain wave is very, very busy. The heart rate's up. Muscular skeletal system is tense. The whole body is in this fight or flight state. And when you realize that when I'm reactive, that's the part of my brain that's trying to, you know, the part of my brain that's reacting, it's putting me into survival mode. It's, it's my stress mode. Um, when we realize that there's another part of our brain that actually triggers a relaxation response and that relaxation response is triggered through the breath, then it starts to make sense. Because yes. I was the same thing, because in the moment when we're so triggered, we actually forget to breathe. <laughs> Completely, yes. And mamas say that to me all the time. They catch themselves afterwards and think, oh, why didn't I remember? I was meant to breathe then, but yeah. it, it, it's just a habit. It really is. And I love, you know, that movie Inside Out. Yeah. I often think that when I'm not breathing, anger is at the control panels and he's got the flames coming out of the top of his head and he's screaming and, you know, and by, by me connecting with my breath, I'm moving him to the side and letting perhaps joy or one of the calmer ones come along. Yeah. So it is that lovely. It's a great analogy. It perfect, is, isn't perfect it? Perfect analogy. Yes. Yeah. Look, it, it, and, mm, yeah, sorry. And, you know, it's just, and, and, and I think like for me, like they're li literally like the, the first step was that literally using that word, stop, stop, stop right now. And like whatever, like whether you visualize a stop sign you sing that in your head, yeah, you know, like think of the Spice Girls song or <laughs> whatever it may be, just to actually get you to stop thinking because that's the first step. So in that moment where you say stop and you literally see it as S-T-O-P and that stands for stop, think, observe, proceed. And the minute that you're able to stop, you're thinking in that moment, it's like you're creating this gap between the stimulus and the response. Mm. It's you're just taking, you're pressing the pause button and say, hold on a minute. Let me just stop and see what's going on here. Let me stop, let me observe, let me connect with my feelings, let me connect with my breath and let me self-manage. And that's the training. That's that whole process of just being able to stop the habitual habit of that emotion. Mm. It is, it's becoming aware and conscious of it. Absolutely. 
So fascinating. Thank you so much. So before we finish, I want to ask you the three final questions from my podcast. Can't wait to hear what your answers are to this. So looking at your whole journey of motherhood, because as you said, you have a teenager, a tween and a toddler. So wow, you've got a lot to teach us. What has motherhood taught you about yourself? Such a great question. Um, I think it's really taught me about my greatness and it's, it's taught me about the best version of myself, who I can be as the best version of myself. It's taught me what is in my heart and how I can be authentic. It's actually been my training for the authentic me because I feel like with my kids, I'm real. There's no mask. There's no, you know, or social mask that we have in, in our outside world. Like I feel like I'm really just real with my kids and you know this unconditional love and in that I've I've found I found my strength and I found like this is me as the best version of me mm. it's forced me to find that best version of me you know when I felt overwhelmed to start to say hold on a minute let's take responsibility how can we get more organized for mm. example mm. so I've learned greater levels of organization I've learned greater lessons of you know, of managing myself and managing my time, um, of how to communicate. If anything, it's taught me how to be a great communicator <laughs> to get that message across. So I think it's really, it's taught me who I am as an essence. It's taught me my, the best version of me, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it makes perfect sense. I, and I totally agree with you. So if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before you embarked on this motherhood journey, what would it be? I really would say just focus on the fun like because it's it goes by so quickly and the moments when you look back like the moments where my kids will say oh mom do you remember this or mom do you remember that or the moments where we were being silly and having fun you know mm. where the moments where I kind of put down the broom <laughs> yes and, and kind of went let's just put on some music and jump on the couch yes you know and in those moments where like, like that was joy, you know, we used to call it our, our family therapy. When, <laughs> when my kids were little, I used to say family therapy time, get to the couch. But, you know, it wasn't about having a DNM. It's about let's put on music and let's jump and be silly and dance and shake. And, and you know, we'd laugh. And in that moment of laughter, there was such joy and connection. And, you know, that's what I'd say is like, like in those times where it felt that's like the overwhelm was building up and it felt like you know just let that stuff go just put pause and you can come back to that mm -hmm. like that's not the stuff you're going to be remembering you're not going to remember all the time you cleaned your house <laughs> yeah that's like, right stop and have more fun have fun with it this is the greatest moment right now and so finally what does being a happy mama mean to you happy um, being a happy mama means of focusing on the blessings and focusing on gratitude and you know to like catch the moments where you know like even watching Jai now you know this three-year-old toddler just just being so grateful for this moment and that they chose me to come through this world and to learn from and to grow from and how we you know just just that that absolute just remembering the blessings that to me is when I feel my happiest. Mm, I love it. Remembering the blessings is so true. Thank you so much. I know that um, you have an amazing meditation podcast, which all the mamas would do, you must check out. It's called Peace in My Pocket. 
and it's such a great resource for for all of us so please have a look and you can also have a look at shireen's website which is bubtrue.com.au thank you so much for such practical insights into how we can keep calm in the chaos thank you thank you so much amy thank you so much for creating this much needed space it's fantastic love what you're doing thank you find out more about being a happy mama and subscribe to this podcast please visit amy's website www.happymama.com.au